Who told you? Watch. Mike. Movies. Put that movie down now. Hey there, movie fans or movie haters. Welcome to Cheapskate Tuesday number two. So if you were here last time, you remember we did uh, Asteroid City. The movie this week was uh, Insidious, The Red Door, a horror film, which apparently is uh, you know, a long series of horror films. Apparently a horror film. Apparently a horror film. All right, big sip. <laughs> Do we want to start with a recommendation or a synopsis? Um, let's, let's do synopsis and then we'll just, you know, we'll say, we'll say our recommendations. All right. Take it away with the synopsis then. Well, in Insidious 5, this is the fifth movie, by the way. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. We didn't know. We had no idea what number this was. But, I, I uh, assumed it was the third. <laughs> All right. Here. Sorry. Let me just do the synopsis real quick. Uh, Josh Lambert uh, heads east to drop off his son, Dalton, at his new school. However, Dalton's college dream, uh, dream college soon becomes a living nightmare when the repressed demons of his past suddenly return to haunt them both. And that's it. That's the synopsis, huh? That's the synopsis. It's, well, a, it's, it's a very straightforward movie in terms of like not a lot happens. Not a lot happens. That is a good description. But uh, let's let's uh, do our recommendations, and then we'll talk about our viewing experience, and then <laughs> yeah. we'll get into the movie. Okay. So, Big uh, Sip, do you recommend this movie? I do not, unless you are heavily invested in this series, and you just got to know how it ends. Uh, I'd say just hard skip. Save your five bucks. How about you, Doom? Uh, I recommend you stay away from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it's so, too scary to watch, but... No. As exactly. a horror movie, I think it utterly fails. As a film, I think it utterly fails. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to say skip this one. And that's coming as a fan of horror. I, yes. I think there's almost always a reason to watch a horror movie, and there's no reason to watch this one. It, it'll get better as I tell you some of the stuff I learned. Okay. Um. But let's talk about our viewing experience. Oh, uh, yeah. Unfortunately. So it, the quality of this movie was somewhat degraded by the theater-going experience. Yes. So first of all, the gentleman next to me had a powerful odor about him. No doubt well, because wait, the wait. theater was close to 85 degrees. <laughs> uh, so wait, he, you smelled BO on him. Correct. And I, I was smelling excessive cologne or perfume with the ladies next to me. Ah, uh, see, I would I would prefer the clone. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The gentleman next to me was probably not prepared for the sweltering heat of the theater. I'll I'll tell you what he did, which was funny after you left for the mo for a moment. Oh yes. So <laughs> during our our wonderful theater going experience, um, with no AC, with no AC, there was some hooligans coming in and out of the theater. Uh, young... At first, I think yeah. everyone in the theater assumed that they were merely going out to get snacks, but I'm not sure they had purchased tickets at all. They seem to be just in the hall, yeah. running in and out of the theater, making a lot of noise, being rambunctious and annoying. It, and, yeah, it uh, did seem what they're talking. They seem like, oh, this is a horror film. Like, they didn't know what theater they were walking into. I, yeah, so I, I heard that them say that at one point. Eventually, when I realized that they were not merely getting up to get snacks, but they were repeatedly coming in and out of the theater... 
I left to go complain to the, the management. And on my way out, I just saw like a group of maybe like seven to 10 kids just kind of in the, the lobby area. So I think what they were doing was running in and out of various theaters. Yeah, it seemed that way for sure. Cause they just ran in, crossed over and then left again. They didn't, they, they didn't try to find their seats. They didn't. Well, sometimes see. it looks like they were going to sit down. I think there was a, like a, a batch of open seats that they were sure. running to. But anyway, it, terrible movie going experience. Yeah, it was uh, so distracting. It really makes me not miss theaters at all. You know, during the pandemic, I was like, man, I wish I was watching movies at the theaters. And now I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> it, it was funny, though, when you got up, that guy immediately stuck out his leg and his arm to, like, take up the elbow space that you, like, left void. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, he was just like, oh, let me just spread out here. <laughs> Yeah, I was, was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's a bit on the larger side. The seats may have been uncomfortable for him. I imagine. But yeah, that was, it was a very uh, not pleasant experience. Terrible experience. Of, to go with the terrible movie. To go, I was going to say, with the go with the terrible movie, it didn't compl- it complimented the movie precisely. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you, you want to talk about the movie now? Yeah, I don't give a sh- uh, any kind of thing about spoilers. We'll just, I'm just going to tell you what happened here. So, it, yeah, go ahead. It, it literally was just these two reliving scenes from past movies. It, it was just like a rehash, essentially, of past movies. And let, uh, so, like I told you, this is the fifth film. So Let, we definitely saw the first one, right? We we only saw the first one. I, I can I can confirm that we only saw the first one because <laughs> it was referencing scenes from the second film. Okay. Uh the with the hammer man. Yeah. Or whatever it, the, it almost seemed like he had traveled through time. Yeah. It it was very weird. So we we had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I, I I didn't know what the plot was. I wondered if I was missing something from other movies or if the plot just didn't make sense. It's hard to tell. I think the plot was the trauma that right. they they faced because it looks like, uh, from my you know minor research here, that apparently yeah in Insidious two, this whole incident happens. Uh, and they actually do have the scene where they uh, erase their memories. I almost thought that was going to be like a retcon or something. Oh, so like, oh. What, what were movies three and four? Were they about like different people? They didn't even contain these characters. Yeah, they. Oh. it was all about the psychic lady that you saw for five, you know, five seconds at the end. Oh, okay. So when clicking on it, it shows like a, a girl and you see that lady, the uh, uh, actress Elise Rayner. And uh, a different, a totally different cast. Same, same director, it seems, but totally different cast. And then, same goes for part four, Insidious: The Lost Key. <laughs> that's and the real title. Thi- that's the real title. Wow, <laughs> they got a theme. So we got the key. We've got the door. If keys and doors and lanterns. What's the third uh, one? That that is the uh, third one. Sorry, the darkest chapter goes back to the beginning. That's the subtitle. Wow. So, it, so it seems like they just keep going back to whatever. Like, like, oh, the last film was so crazy, right? Let's something happened in that film. We have to solve now. It's like, wait, I'm so confused just reading these. Like, the way this works. So it's like everything happened in the first film. 
something happened, they tried to fix it, and it got worse in the second film, and then apparently the third one somehow goes back to the beginning again, and then the fourth one, uh, it's just, and then well, now this one They must have at least sort of resolved it in the second film for them to have the memory forgetting Sinine, right? I guess, I suppose that was, like, for that those characters, that was the only solution. But then, of course, now they came back um, and had to permaseal this door with uh, psychic paint. I suppose you would call this that scenario. Uh, I think we, we should have done a little more synopsis because this sounds no, it almost like matter. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's, <laughs> okay, so oh. I, I want to say... It's so... I went into this movie burger. blind, right? Yeah, we both did. No idea what no, to you, expect. Oh, you didn't watch a trailer or anything, did I you? I didn't watch the trailer. Okay, yeah. So as the movie was like sort of introducing itself, it almost felt like it was going to be a real movie. Like the beginning, I almost thought I was like, "Wait, is this is this going to be good?" Because it's introducing the characters. What part made you think that? Well, it's like the first scene with like the memory forgetting, and then um, or the the, the hypnosis oh, like, to lose yeah. a memory. And I was yeah. like, "Okay." There's a and, little bit uh, of then mystery. there was. I think there was the uh, funeral scene, yes. and then it goes into the credit sequence, which actually I kind of liked. It was just a. Dalton drawing creepy paintings that I think yeah. were scenes from other movies. Yes, and it, it tricked me into thinking this is going to be the culmination of a bunch of movies I had never seen. So I thought it was a doing a good job faking what was oh, going yeah. to be this epic conclusion to these movies that I was like, oh, okay, these must be characters everyone likes. Everyone knows and loves these characters. So I'm just going to step in for the last movie, enjoy the conclusion to this tale. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know, around maybe 40 minutes in, I realized, like, oh, this movie has nothing to say. It has no. nothing to do. Yes. And it forgets its own plot points. It's terrible. It's just it, there's terrible. A, there's a plot point where, uh, what's his name? Dal uh, Dalton? Dalton. The uh, son. Terrible name. Terrible uh, name. <laughs> he, is, he and his father both possess an ability to go into a subdimension not quite dead not quite alive ghosts or entities as they call them hang out in that realm and he decides to go back to talk to a ghost at a uh, frat house at the college but that never happens what never he happens? goes there he never talks to the ghost. oh yeah he, he doesn't never, talk to the ghost he doesn't get any information from that ghost no, you're skipping it, over an entire hour that is <laughs> That's like I'm, an hour into the movie. At the same time, what it, it, the only thing that was leading up to that was like the little jump scares. Yeah, nothing happens. There's that's what, no that's scares. I'm not skipping over anything because nothing is happening. No, you, there's there's this weird... Uh, there's this plot of him going off to college and like he hates his dad now, right? Yeah. But his dad... And there's slow reveal that their family is apart. Yeah, family, family's torn apart because of these events that have happened. But the problem is the dad... And the son don't remember. So they kind of just hate each other. No clue why. And the son is going off to college. And they just... They spend so much time on this. And nothing happens even remotely scary, right? Right. Yeah, there, there's no scares for the first... There's no scares for the first... Is it almost an hour? 40? For, I'm going to say 40 minutes. I'll, I'll, I'll just say 40. It's, it's crazy. And 
And when the scares do happen, they're so disappointing. I, I can't believe the there's been five I'm movies. Trying to, I'm trying to remember the first scare. Oh, it was when he was in the car texting and somebody's walking a blurry in his uh, yeah. rear rear window and nothing happens. Yeah, that was, it was kind of classy, actually. That was still when I was thinking, like, this might be a good movie. Yeah. The first real scare is he goes to this fancy art college and he's in class with this um oh this is that really woman. the first one that's the first one. Oh my god so he's in that, class that with is like an hour um, in. yeah imagine okay so it's like um the movie whiplash and ah, jk whiplash. simmons plays that you know horrible teacher so he goes off to art college and he has a woman with like sort of the same kind oh, of mentality right. like she just kicks that kid mentality. out of class like right away because he won't tear up his painting. He won't tear which, up his painting. Which is another, like, why am I watching this? Yeah. This scene. is a horror movie, and we're having these weird, like, self-discovery at college moments. Yeah. And even the scenes that introduced uh, Nick the Dick. Yeah. This, this, this is his credited name. <laughs> Terrible waste of time. Terrible waste of time. And, like, the whole scenes where, like, they try to be funny, I think. Yeah, okay, so. Where they're, like. We forgot to Go talk ahead. about the the other character. So there's only like what, oh four my characters god, in this I movie. what it, I only forgot her name. What is her name? Her name is Chris. So he Chris. gets to college, right? And um, ha yes. ha, funny moment. His roommate, his name is Chris, is actually a girl. Oh no! So <laughs> amazing. Yeah, they they have this little moment. Who like, wrote oh, this? <laughs> we'll have to switch rooms. This is too weird. So she yeah. ends up becoming like just randomly Friends. decides to bond with Dalton. Yeah. Literally sheer stroke of luck. And she's the other character. And I say character generously. I, I was she's say, more of a caricature. Saying, yes. She immediately asks him why, what are like weird things in his life or that he's done. Yeah. Like she's, she, she skips so far past any kind of get to know you. She just goes straight to like, tell me weird stuff about yourself. And he's like, oh, well, this one time I could remember an entire year. Yeah. Wow, that's messed up, man. Just like, wait, what? Embarrassing like, exposition. And the way she's written, she feels I, like the LOL so random millennial humor. Yes, 100%. And the way she dresses, everything yeah. about her. She's like, I'm kooky. I'm, I'm kooky silly. character, but I have a heart of gold. I got a heart of gold. Don't don't forget please <laughs> yeah so he goes to college gets his roommate he goes are you surprised to, i forgot any of this <laughs> he goes to this awful class with this horrid art teacher except for yeah. he likes her for some reason for some reason not that, that, that she showed any of her stuff yeah she has this teaching technique that somehow undoes his hypnosis and he remembers just That's enough right. to paint a haunted painting yeah, he makes the painting. He That's makes right. the painting. The painting of the red door. The titular red door. Yes. So, during the painting is the f movie's first real jump scare. And people actually in the theater jumped. So, it was effective. While Did he's painting, you I see a man remember. in a $5 gorilla costume grab his hand. <laughs> but just the hand. Wait, is that what that was? I it's, couldn't... It was so fast. It's so bad. All of the effects in this movie are so bad. Well, I'll, I'll tell you about that. Uh, after in a minute go ahead keep continue with their with what you're talking about that's it <laughs> oh shit <laughs> that was the first oh. entire hour of the movie okay so we both were incredibly disappointed with the effects and 
the budget. I don't so know I what want, it was. Just the movies or the monsters are not scary. At they're not all. scary at all, and the atmosphere isn't scary. The no. tension isn't there. No, I didn't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get why people are invested in this series at all. Well, but here, okay. Let me yeah. let, let me ask you a question. We're gonna do a little trivia. Okay. How much money do you think the budget was? This how, is how definitely many... no more than twenty million. What? <laughs> What's the budget? So this is, is the first thing that comes up on Wikipedia. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Insidious series, an American horror film series created by these guys. It lists all the films. Here's the quote. The films have grossed over 610 million worldwide okay. on a combined budget of four and a half million dollars. Wow. So all five movies combined cost combined. more than 42. Wow. Okay. That is the most ridiculous quote I've ever seen about a film series. Well, that's horror movies, I guess. They cost a dime, make a quarter, you know? Which is 100% why Mr. Uh, uh, Patrick Wilson was probably not in the other films how they can afford him because <laughs> they couldn't afford him because he went to go do like aquaman and stuff oh is that what he was in yeah he's he's uh uh he he got he's in movies okay he's in he's in good movies too I see. so he's he's too expensive for them now yeah and then and then he came back i guess for fun i don't know i mean he, but, but, he does have some emotional stuff to do so as an actor it's not the worst movie to be in no, but I can, you can tell like they used him sparingly. They tried to focus on this kid. But what is more confusing, though, when I was looking this up, he apparently is the same. I was confusing in my head, right? Yeah. We were talking about it before the movie started. Conjuring and Insidious are these two series of films right? that like have, have, have had a little bit of stardom the last like 10 years, right? He's in the other one, too. Is he really? He's in the Conjuring series. He's in both. Oh, wow. And that's why I was getting so confused. I was like, wait, am I remembering any of this correctly? And I am because he's in both freaking series. He's and it's both so sides, weird. So he always comes out on top. And then even worse was I kept comparing him in my head. I kept thinking he was Will Arnett in some scenes. Yeah, they do look similar, don't they? And I was like, isn't he supposed to be a comedian? Yeah. I was getting so confused. So I'm like on seven levels of this, like, I don't know what's happening anymore in this film. Oh, here, oh, here's another good uh, uh, little tidbit. The, our titular character, the, the young boy, not the young boy, the college boy, uh, Dalton. Dalton, yeah. Uh, where, where do you think, what movie do you think he really got noticed in? Was that you, he the kid from the previous movies? I, I couldn't actually tell. No, no, no. He, no clue then. He is the kid from Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah, the little kid. And he was, it's the same kid who all grown up and he's in that scene at the end of Endgame crying over Iron Man. Yeah. And he's the kid looking at the porno mag in Nice Guys, one of our favorites. Oh, Dude, this kid's been in some of my favorite movies. I know, and I'm like, and this kid didn't hear this. Like, I was just like, what's going on? I mean, we should say yeah. the performances are fine. They're fine. They're, They're fine. fine. He, I think he did a great job. 
even Chris is fine with what she's given in terms of a script. No, yeah, she she sticks. I think I don't think she tried to overact anything. I don't think she tried to be. No, she's just given terrible, terrible dialogue. She's given terrible dialogue. What dialogue she's given? You know, (laughs) it's hilarious. The I think you walked out on this. What scene did you walk out on? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I think when when they're watching the YouTube videos, trying to figure out what like the sleepwalking was. Yeah. Or the astral projection. I missed out some important plot details, unfortunately, to deal with the uh, the situation. Rambunctious youth. Yeah. Uh it wasn't much. They were just clicking on some YouTube videos and they watched a video of the uh the psychic lady that you see later. Okay. And that's about it. It's, and there's like, oh, this is what I was talking about. The psychic walking. This is you, bro. <laughs> like and he's like, Oh, oh, click on that video. Right. That's all that happens. But it's just it, it I feel like only like four things happen in this movie. Everything else is literally yeah time wasting it's like up until they go to the frat party it feels like nothing has happened yeah but i guess no. he, he paints the door he paints the door that's he, it he, he initiates the movie yes <laughs> yeah so because of plot the girl decides to take him to the frat party because, because she, she finds the paper that his dad left yeah and, and she can instantly sense he's a bit of a shut-in and she's like all right let's go for some reason yeah. i'm taking you under my wing yeah so they go to the frat party, and well, she wants remember. to steal stuff. Or no, she, she wants to look she wants at the room. Steal stuff. I don't, why? I, I don't know why. She's why? like, uh, peop- oh no! I think it was part of her thing where she said, "Everybody's weird. I want to find all your weird stuff." Okay. So I, she I think goes, she literally says, "Let's go find people's stuff." I yes. thought it meant to steal, but she just wants to see it. I think she just wants to see it because she plays with that guy's butt cream. And yeah. I think that's a gag. That was. I think that's it was a, a gag. gag in a horror movie. It was a gag in a horror movie. I think, well, the real gag is five minutes later when the ghost is puking on his face in a semi-comedic fashion. I, I couldn't believe this is supposed to be scary. Like, it had it, scary music, and it was yeah. like played he as a scary out. scene. Yeah. he He's crawling out from under the bed, facing up, and the ghost is facing down and jump scares him. But the camera comes back in a really big wide shot, which is a comedic thing to do. Yeah. I mind you. And shows him projectile vomiting down <laughs> into the throat of our main character, which is gross and it, you know, is revolting and you know, all those kind of feelings are mustered immediately. But it was again a weird comedic scene. And I did you hear that one person trying to laugh off to our right? That one girl. <laughs> I mean, it was it honestly felt more like a comedy scene. Do you yeah. remember in It 2, the recent oh, one, <laughs> where... Um, I'm going to try. I remember. Who's the hypochondriac kid? I forget his name. Oh, um... But he has that scene with the, about, yeah. the leper in the the yes. drugstore. Yes, yes, And it's just yes. like all disgusting, but it's playing goofy music. Yeah. And it, it seems like it's actually played for comedy. That's like what it was like. That was a weird scene then, too. It didn't, it didn't yeah. make it any better. Horror movie directors... Stop doing this. It's stop trying to ink. I, I, is it a weird kind of fixation with like Marvel movies and injecting com- comedic things and when they're I, not supposed to be I there? I don't know, but I, I hate it. I hate it so much. And I it made me dislike this movie a little bit more than I already do or did. Yeah. So, okay. So he's in, he's in the frat party, right? Yes. And the frat is like portrayed as, you know, comically evil because. Society's apparently it, over frats. 
is it evil or is it just weird? And- no, I think that they're they're trying to have a dig at frats, even though okay. it's like society's done with oh, frats. So you don't need to do. No, anything. you're right because he says um, he says the line. At least we can be men, and then everyone goes quiet. Yeah, so it's like they're then, trying to have the little dig at frats, but yeah, it, it it spends a surprising amount of time with this Nick the Dick, like just portraying yeah. him as this total jerk off asshole. But yeah, then he's wearing a diaper. Apparently, they come back to the frat house because, like you said, Dalton wants to meet the ghost again. Yes, and he's in the ghost realm. And one of the demons starts <laughs> strangling Chris. And I think she may die. And then Nick the Dick just comes in. He and has no CPR idea what the situation him. is and just immediately saves her life. <laughs> yeah. No mouth to mouth, but just like bangs on her chest a bit and she just wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that the movie spends a while being like, look at this dickhead frat character. Don't you hate this guy? And then just yeah. like, just completely. You know, he's like, he, he says the situation. He has no idea what's going on. He no, walks and I, sees this girl dead, and he's like, okay, I'll <laughs> save her life. Boom. I almost assumed he was going to act weird, and that girl that was, like, in his room was going to save her right. or something. Like, someone of actual competence. But there's all of ten people in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's very sparse. It's very sparse. There's Nick the Dick. That one girl in his room has a line. She does, yeah. Chris, Dalton, the dad, wife, younger brother, that his sister doesn't say a single thing in the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, the psychic lady, who I presume is dead, says two words. And that's it. That's, that's not I count nine people. I think you forgot the hypnotist at the beginning. Oh, oh you're right. Okay. So he, he, well, the previous scene was from another movie. But Wait, that was the guy movie, at the, he, the funeral, right? That was yeah, but he does say two words at the funeral. So there, there's your number 10. Yeah, it's a very stripped-down movie. Art teacher, too, but yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, there's not a lot of people. And there's not a lot of people, but I mean, that reflects what we were talking about earlier with the budget being yeah. ridiculously low for... Shoestring. Shoestring for all these movies. Let me let me look up what it was for just this movie, though. Hold on. Red so, Door. Sorry, go ahead. I'll find the, it. The reality is, like, you know, you don't necessarily need a budget to be an effective horror movie no no when you show your monsters like you choose to show your monsters for prolonged periods of times and they look bad then it's like okay you have not effectively used your budget you should have been you know more conservative with how you showed them (laughs) or maybe just imply them and don't show the monsters at all but when they look like costumes that you can buy at like a store it's like oh no guys especially well okay so the budget for just this film was 16 million okay well they probably made their money back i was close i said what 20 million or something (laughs) yeah that they made uh 68 million back already yeah um but yeah i i agree 100 percent imply some jaws logic here use your yeah. monsters sparingly don't show them show the little hands and creepy things and like little noises or you know something is under the bed but you don't see the entire thing <laughs> when he's painting that dude so this is the part that really got me that uh, that i was like i didn't understand was when he paints the hammer man in front of the red door right yeah. 
It looks ridiculous. He does, yeah. It looks so bad. It's not scary at all. I get it scared to him because he's gone through the trauma. And he when he looks at it, he feels it and he starts crying. But when I look at it, it looks like a hilarious, like a uh, uh, mask that I would see at like a, a local haunted house. Yeah. It, it looks like one of those characters. So Basically, like, all the quality of the movie feels like that. <laughs> But as I'm saying, I, you can't be surprised if it's the budget 16 million and all they had, you know, they got to put clothes in everybody. They need lights and cameras. So I only imagine they had such little left for monster effects, and I did, and they didn't use it well enough to like, like you said, not show the, not show them enough and like actually draw it out your your imagination yeah they, they got to change their strategy if they don't have any money left over for the monsters because it just was not effective which is crazy because like this is a i mean not crazy uh blumhouse is behind this film and it, it's it always seems like blumhouse films are, are exactly that hit or miss like they it's either they are decent or not they're not usually amazing yeah, I don't remember. Do we do we like the first one when we saw it? I don't think we were ecstatic about it, but we were fine with a couple of the visuals. Yeah, especially the everyone has the visual of uh, the red faced man behind. Yeah, I feel like it was used sparingly and effectively in this movie. Do you remember the scene where he's in his he's in his college dorm and he's astral mm-hmm. projecting, and as he's coming back to his room. There's like a little creature oh, yeah, with a yeah. tail chasing him on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I almost laughed because it looks so bad. I you could see the whole thing. It was yeah, ridiculous. It was terrible. And he's just crawling around and you you want to be like, What what are you doing, buddy? You know, and like <laughs> Yeah. Oh oh that's the problem is this movie has no stakes. I don't know what these creatures yeah. can do or like how effective they can be. Because they, they basically seem non-effectual. Like, what can they actually do? And I don't understand why they can do things when they do. Because yeah. it's like, so at one point, like, you, like we said earlier, one just kills Chris. Straight up kills her. Yeah. And like, that's some huge stakes. And then I think later after she, she's getting out of the ER, she's like, I'm fine. But next time you astral project, you may never come back again. Yeah. Like, how, do you, how do you know that? You just got choked to death. These things could just kill you right now again. Who's going to stop them? Yeah, so why are they trying to get in the bodies of this guy when they can seemingly affect the real world without With no impunity. Yeah, they, they, nothing's going to stop them. I don't know. <laughs> I, it I just, makes no I hate sense. It. I don't like it. <laughs> It's it's I get they like if you're a dead thing or you're a demon and you want a body to you know sacrifice babies or something. I don't yeah. know what you're gonna do. I needed some reason. Like you know how in hereditary it's like this yeah. whole cult that worships this horrible demon. Yeah. And he wants to come inhabit the body to be yes. a demon on earth, right? Yes. This movie a didn't have anything tale. like that. It's just like, oh yeah, we don't know what these are. We don't really know what they're doing. I don't know. They can possess people sometimes. And, like, I get the red-faced man wants to cause havoc or something, but it's not clear if he's, like, straight up the devil or if he's, like, the worst of the worst, or I I really don't know. No, and the movie, 
it has some half-assed religious symbols. Like they use the inverted cross a lot. And Did they? Yeah, they, they do. And as far as I can tell, this movie didn't have anything to do with religious themes. No, it had to do with like mental health themes, if anything. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm sick of people thinking the inverted cross is like satanic it's it's not yeah it's not it doesn't it's not it doesn't change the symbol yeah so some confusing imagery it doesn't seem to go anywhere i don't know a pentagram i'd believe you but yeah (laughs) everything is so clumsy it's not well thought through it's not well executed you want to talk about the climax of the movie oh yeah okay how would you describe this climax easily solved that's how it felt. So it what? Was bad. what ha- so I'd say almost the climax of the movie is the reveal from his ex-wife that she couldn't look at him anymore because he was possessed. Right. That was the bigger stake to me, almost. It was just like, but the stake at that moment was uh, Dalton's body was being inhabited by the red face guy. Right. And he was like two seconds away from peeling every bit of skin off Chris's body. Right. And his dad, after hearing this and realizing that he forgot that he could uh, sleepwalk, oh, I, what do they call it? <laughs> they I don't even remember it. or care. I'm going to say sleepwalk. Uh, he immediately finds his son. In the little cage that he left the same exact room and cage from the first movie. Yeah. I remember that. We both remember that scene, right? Where like he's in the little room and he's in a little cage. And oh, from the first movie? No, him. I don't, I don't yes. remember anything. You don't remember that? Okay. So I that's remember the same. what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> so that I, rem- I remember that scene. The last scene where he's in the same little cage and his dad comes and helps him and runs out with him. And you see in the the cutaways, he's holding his son in the lantern, right? Right. That's all from the first movie. They're just replaying that, essentially. Right. And they get to the red door, and the dad makes the ultimate sacrifice, which is, I'll I'll stay here forever and hold this door back so my son can leave and, you know, have a normal life and live. And the son, in, in the ultimate climax, decides that, he has the power to seal the red door by painting over it in the real world. Right. Did that correct? Did that solution come from the part of the movie I didn't see? Like, how did he no. know to do that? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I was just checking to make sure because I, did, I didn't actually no. see the entire movie. That no, it was not in that scene that you missed. You missed okay. n- nothing. There was no scene where it's like Dalton. You have the power to stop the forces of mischievous nature. <laughs> okay, yeah. There was none of that. There so, was none of him channeling that or practicing that or accidentally doing that. Right. What there, I'm there thinking none of that. is this has now had five movies to set up and deal with this premise. And none the shining and doctor sleep are only two movies. And yes. it's like kind of a similar thing. And I understand it infinitely more. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's it's just terrible. I would say, yeah, Dr. Sleep sets up the sleep dream world mechanics. Yeah, it's like you understand what's going on completely. You're like, okay, I know what the stakes are. I know how this works. 
you know what they're after. I know what they're after. I get what's happening. This movie is just like, what do these demons want? What are the stakes? What can they do? What are they after? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. They they definitely needed the so what these movies usually have is the psychic lady that they had from the other films, which is you know that comes in and is like, they want your body to right. inhabit this plane and you know give the stakes, literally just give you the stakes. They skip that completely. Yeah. They they try to subs it with the YouTube video and um oh god I always forget what that thing is called. What's the thing called where you look at old newspapers? But yeah, he's using the classic scene. They're combining the scenes now because I know in half of like modern horror films they just watch YouTube videos, and the other half they'll go to the library. Right. <laughs> This one they did both. Because yeah. <laughs> they had the like, multi generational horror. The dad. It is true. It is true. Yeah, the dad was stuck doing the old school ways. And, yeah. So uh, one thing I didn't understand was in the climax. So briefly, Dalton is possessed, and he's going to kill Chris. Yes. But then, I guess somehow the demon notices that like the father is like coming to rescue Dalton. So he, he yeah. leaves the body. And then Chris is protecting the body That's from right. what? What are those things? What were they Why can she see them? I, Why can she they? see them? It seemed like the demon was busy. What are those things? And what was he busy with? I, he didn't set a trap for his dad. I don't, his dad shows up and literally unchains him in two seconds. Yeah. There wasn't a point where like, ha I got you. I knew you were coming. I, we've done this dance before. I'm prepared this time. Yeah. None of that. They were almost trying to do this thing where it's like, they were in this very like psychological, like meta space where it's like all these things around here, like mean something to Dalton. Maybe. Is that, it, I mean, that, none I, of that was I set up. I think so. It was so horrible. It, I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> So it's like that this spooky attic, movie. right? And there's like all the junk there that might have been meaningful to him, I think. Okay, okay. That's what they're going for. And it's like, oh, you're trapped in this psychological headspace while I, you know, invade your well, body. Well, yeah. And so then the God. demon has to come back. And I guess there's travel time because he doesn't get there right away. <laughs> and yeah. in the meantime, there's like ghosts or other demons that are for some Everyone reason wants to inhabit the empty body i think they want to inhabit his empty body is that what they want okay they, but but i don't get why she can see them yeah she's aware there's a lot of them there's a lot of them and she's screaming at them to stop even though at no other point in the film does she actually see any of these things happening <laughs> i i hate this movie it's terrible <laughs> am i wrong am no. i Am I am I wrong to be mad about that? Where it's like she she doesn't know the stakes, she can't see this stuff. She she's not a spirit walker or whatever, and like she can immediately in this last scene, so she can scream about it, can see the plethora of ghosts coming at and clawing at Dalton's body. Yeah, what were those ghosts? Because an earlier plot point of the movie was Dalton wants to go speak to a ghost the vomit ghost because he thinks it yeah. might have something to tell him about the red door because it said shut the door yeah and it was that just incidental are the ghosts actually like antagonists are they evil 
I mean, I can only use logic from like other films where it's like, <laughs> no, that the, the ghosts just redo the things they do when they were alive. And so he's just going to puke in that bucket. Why, infinitely. when the demon left, did all these ghosts just come out of nowhere? That that was not explained whatsoever. Okay. I think it was just to be spooky. <laughs> Is there anything 100%. else you want to talk about in this movie? I'm so done. Uh, don't see this movie, please. <laughs> if you like the Insidious series, please rethink your choice in horror films. I'd like to. Can we each recommend a horror film? Sure. That, recommend that a they should actually. Film. Uh, uh, so there is. What's our other favorite one? I, I I always forget how to say it. You you usually know how to say it, right? Which one? Our favorite horror? The Japanese one. Um. Oh, you're talking about Noroi. Noroi, yes. Okay, yeah. Well, I think I'll recommend Hereditary for similar themes. It has sort of like the the lineage potentially like being cursed, and it, it deals with it infinity times better than this movie. So if you want to see a horror movie that has to deal with a bloodline being cursed, see Hereditary. And I'll always recommend Noroi, and also recommend... Uh, Gon Jim Haunted Asylum. It's a Korean film. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> watch a, watch a real horror. Yeah, watch a real horror. Movie watch a this real horror. Season. Skip this one. I'm sorry. It's bad. It's 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 terrible. All right. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> See you guys next week. Hopefully. <laughs>